You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and you 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 bring up a point that I was going to ask you, and I didn't know if it was a June topic for us, yeah. but just the Norris Trophy and what it's become and – how much def- – because to me it seems as though the two highest points are offensive production now as well as time on ice. And mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, how much how much uh, of the defensive statistics are in play now when it comes to deciding who will be in the Norris running. So as someone who has voted on NHL awards before, it's – the issue becomes the issue becomes there's certain awards where we don't have a the, the award is defined i want to be clear on that the award is defined it's the player i believe the the quote unquote award is most outstanding in his position the award is defined but too often it's become a people vote and they look at points and they look at and and i think i think it's gotten better to a level of, of of people looking at the defensive analytics of things and, and all of that stuff and, and the true numbers, um, but it's still not. Uh, it, it it's still be it's it is still heavily a point award. Like the fact of the matter is, Eric Carlson will probably win the Norris this year, and whether you. He's having he's having a great year offensively and, and all of that stuff. But at the end of the year, Eric Carlson's a defenseman. And I know once again, I know plus minus is not the greatest stat. And I'm not trying to use that as the main thing, but I still like it. On, uh, on the simple <laughs> no, but on, but on the simple line, on the simple line of a defenseman who is minus 14. Yeah. That that means the majority of the time they are I agree. So it's it, it is it is not the greatest stat. I'm not pretending it's the greatest stat, uh, but just from a level of, is Eric Carlson the best defenseman in the NHL? I mean, I would argue if he really was far and above the way he is the way he's doing it points style this year, a team would have found a way to make his contract work. Yeah. Someone who would have traded for him at the deadline. Yeah, yeah, no, so. I, I I agree, and uh, thank you. That's uh. That's awesome. And that's what I love about doing this podcast, folks, is that's in-depth from a former voter of these uh, categories. So, more frustrated that Tyler Toffoli got behind you earlier <laughs> or Adam Larson in overtime gets by you? Not the swiftest of foot. Now, I have to say, you know, I mean, amazing game. I I think Adam Larson's a terrific story. And everyone forgets that Adam Larson was traded for Taylor Hall. Edmonton, New Jersey, and, you know, played in Edmonton for a while, gets picked up. I mean, Adam Larson at one time, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, was that 
quote unquote shut down guy and just a quality yeah. defenseman. And he's having a really good year for the Kraken. I just think it's a it's a it's a nice story that the NHL vets putting together. Yeah, it, it is. And it's it's also put the uh it's also put our friendly uh our friendly Dallas Stars in a very uh interesting position as far as uh one game away from history now, I believe. As far as the NHL record for overtime losses in a season is 18. And that includes shootout losses too. So they're at 17 overtime slash shootout losses now. So they are at the spot where the stars are, I mean, if they lose one more game in overtime over the next 11 games, which honestly probably will happen based on who this team is. Yeah. They will at least tie the record for most overtime losses in a season in the NHL, uh, in a regular season. And you know what? On the on Adam Larson, real quick, I love seeing it. Like, I think things, chances open up like that in three on three. It's fun to see some surprising heroes on that. And I think with that Seattle team, you almost have to have guys like that because it's a team where you look, and I think Matty Beneers has true star power, but across that team, it's not like, oh, you know they're going to roll out these three guys for overtime. They have to attack in waves, and they attack in waves even in overtime, and that's why that Seattle team is going to be a tough matchup in the first round. It's going to be a tough matchup for whoever whoever gets them right now. It looks like it, it might be Dallas in the first round, so that would be something. So mm-hmm. um, just... Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, if you're sitting back and watching, it's a fun hockey game. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're Dallas overall out of that game, you look at it and you're like, Hey, we've got three out of our last four points. Yeah. We've let up, we've let up too many goals. We've let up, we let up 10 goals in the last two games. Our goalie needs to be a little more solid. We also need to be a little bit more stout ourselves and going into the next game. Like you need to play you need to play Nils Lundqvist. And it's just, I think that's, that's the reality of all of this right now. The stars need to figure out because Miro Hishkinen played as good as he was last night. He played 30 minutes. He played more than 30 minutes last night. And I I don't mind Miro Hishkinen playing more than 30 minutes come April 17th when game one of the playoffs is, but I don't want Miro playing 30 minutes a night game 72 through 82 and him getting run through a wall now you need you need the rest of your defense to step up now so you can have the best thing on the ice for yourself in i mean the other thing too is just like and these are such important games gavin right like i look yeah. at the central standings right now they're tied with minnesota the avalanche have a higher points percentage with two games to play like yeah. the avalanche like it's it is you are a playoff team I believe you are a playoff team. I don't think there, there's not enough time in the schedule to not be in the top three, but there is a lot to play for when it comes to seeding right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, no, absolutely. And a few weeks ago, 
you brought up uh, that it would be interesting with the Matty Beneers, Wyatt Johnston, you know, yep. kind of match up if Wyatt Johnston can catch some ground as far as rookie of the year. And now we fast forward and Wyatt Johnston has scored in five straight games. Do you think any progress has been made? I mean, progress. Yes, of course, okay. of course there's progress. <laughs> but uh, you're still, it's, it's still, it's, it, it's the, the question of all uh, the, the question of winning rookie of the year award. Um, Veneers still has the eight point edge on anyone else. Uh, he's playing, he's a, his role. He's a first line. He's a first line center. Um, I am interested. I am really interested to see though, if Johnston's push though, has, um, made it so that he will be, if, has he won, has he, has he, has he stolen that third spot on the all rookie team? Because, um, for the all, the all rookie team, they just do three. They don't, it doesn't go by, it doesn't go by center wing, uh, left wing center right wing it's just three forwards and so um before kind of Wyatt's push I had a feeling he was probably going to be left on the outside looking in when it comes to even the all rookie team but now when you're building the all rookie team and you're looking at it it's kind of hard not to look at the forwards and be like okay it'll be Beneers probably Beneers McTavish and Johnston like I think he has he has got he is with what he's done in the past couple of games he's made that push to be on the all rookie team I think get a get some Calder votes now. I don't think he'll. It's hard to see him. It's it's hard. He has at least made the case for. He may get an invite. Actually, he may get an invite to Nashville for the awards. That'd be cool. He, he may be in the top three. He's not yeah. going to win it. Like I like. There's. I just. I don't see any way of it happening. I don't see anyone other than Veneers winning this award. But he may have at least played himself into the conversation of it'll be a far, it'll be a far gap between Beneers and whoever finishes second and third, but Wyatt Johnson may be in the top three now and yep. may get an invite to the award ceremony, which would be pretty cool. Okay. So now we look forward to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now of note, Pittsburgh is in Colorado tonight. So they'll be coming off a back to back. And mm-hmm. that's interesting because Pittsburgh is really going to have an effect on the Central Division standings the next two nights, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're one point out in the wild card race, so clearly um, they have a lot of incentive the next couple of games. So it'll be really interesting. Anytime Pittsburgh comes to town, it's a lot of fun um, and a good test for the Stars, and you know, candidly, a good test for the Avalanche. So the next two days kind of crucial as far as Central Division standings. And uh, Pittsburgh's a team right now where you talk about desperate, desperate things right yes. now. You look out east, they've lost four in a row. The Panthers are have surged ahead of them. Um, this is a team that they need to get things done, especially because the big theme of the Eastern Conference this year is everyone is great against the West. It's just that's the yep most almost every team in the East except for some of the bottoms have winning records against the West and so when you get the Western Conference teams if you're an Eastern Conference team you have to bank points you have to get that in the bag and so Pittsburgh coming off obviously tough back to back for Pittsburgh they will be desperate and if they lose tonight against Colorado they will be even more desperate so it is a it is a it is a team that. Uh, you talk about a team that where you get a 
kind of a chance to feel that playoff atmosphere and feel the and, and feel the chance to kind of have that playoff intensity, this game will bring that either way. And yeah. so I yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's great. And, you know, I mean, every game's important this time of year. I, I just love that Pittsburgh's in Colorado tonight. So it kind of adds to the uh, dramatic, and you're right, they're a desperate team right now. So that's going to do it for Spitz and Suds. We've got 45 minutes. We broke down a lot of goals, Mr. Shapiro. And uh, at the same time, we got a lot of good subjects in. So you are absolutely a beast. And uh, thank you as always. And we will talk to you after the Pittsburgh game on Friday. Sounds good. And Gavin, everyone have a good rest of the week and uh, should be a fun one Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening to another edition of Spits and Suds. Did want to throw in there. Yep. Cheap plug coming for you. If if you like this, uh, spread the word. Download, favorite. You know, we continue to grow and it's important that we spread the love for DFW hockey. As you heard today, Sean gave you a perspective as far as, you know, voting uh, for Miro and how it happens as far as the Norris Trophy. So we're giving you this inside information as well as the Ottinger stats and and more and more. We try to really just try to take you behind the curtain and give you insights to help you become a better hockey fan and become you become a better uh, Dallas Stars fan. Heck, I enjoy the podcast because I learn a lot from these uh, from Craig and Sean as well. So. Until uh, next time, thank you so much for listening and supporting Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan. Have a great day.